Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. This is episode five of Lymphedema Podcast. Last episode was all about insurance coverage for compression garments, so be sure to check it out if you still have insurance coverage questions. Today's episode is one of the most important topics, I think. It's the second most dreaded C word related to lymphedema. I'm talking about cellulitis. Once you've had it, you never forget it, and if you've not had it, you dread it. Cellulitis is an infection of the skin. There are many signs and symptoms, but three sit at the top of the list. The trifecta of cellulitis are redness, warm to the touch, and growing borders. Growing borders means you outline the redness at 8 a.m. with a black sharpie or a dark pen, and by noon, the redness extends past the black outline. Those three are the most common symptoms, but they're not the only symptoms. Other symptoms include severe malaise, just extreme fatigue and feeling unwell, fever and chills, headache, nausea, tender to the touch, and rapid progression of symptoms. You don't want to procrastinate if you think you have cellulitis because it can lead to a systemic infection or sepsis. If you have more than three of the symptoms I mentioned, you definitely need to take action. I would recommend that if you have three of the primary symptoms, redness, map-like border, and warm to the touch, go to the emergency room and remove any compression garments you've been wearing to limit spreading the infection. If you suspect you have cellulitis but don't have three or more symptoms, I would recommend monitoring temperature for changes, watching for expanding borders of the redness. I would definitely stop the CDT and see your doctor for an oral antibiotic prescription. Quick note here, It's important to have an oral antibiotic instead of a topical antibiotic because you need that defense from within and not just on the outside where the infection is already at. If fever isn't present, then you likely have caught it in the earliest stages and will be able to manage with a conservative plan instead of being admitted to the hospital. Some doctors who are familiar with lymphedema and the risks of cellulitis will prescribe the antibiotic if you call the office and tell them your symptoms. Others will want you to come in before prescribing any medication, which is a good safety practice for them to have. Preventing cellulitis is probably the second most common question I get in the clinic. The ultimate defense to limiting or preventing cellulitis occurrence is staying on top of your skincare. A stringent daily regimen that includes washing, applying lotion, and doing skin checks will be the best habit you can adopt when you have lymphedema. 
This detailed routine is often what I recommend to patients who ask for a skincare regimen. First and foremost, wash daily with an antibacterial soap. There are many good options available for a really low cost. Some brands include Safeguard, Dial, and Lever all have bar soaps for under $2 at most stores. When using bar soap, you want to remember to use a fresh and clean wash rag or cleaned loofah every time you wash. Reusing a rag allows bacteria to set in between washes and then you apply it directly to the skin to increase the risk of contamination. Store the bar of soap on a wire rack or in its own dish. I would really prefer the wire rack so that it won't sit in the water that rolls off of it during use and it eliminates that slimy buildup at the bottom of the bar. If you don't want to use a bar soap, then there are plenty of good body wash options available as well. Some of those brands include Dial, Curel, and Dr. Teal's. After washing, it should go without saying to dry the skin next. Allowing time for skin to dry is important. Obviously, using a clean towel to dry is best, but there's more than just a quick pat down that can be done. After a quick pat down, the skin is still moist and this is the best time to apply lotion, which is the next step. But while I'm covering drying the skin, I'm going to talk about skin folds and creases. It's especially important to dry between skin folds and creases. I'm not about to act like there's only moderately swollen legs or arm lymphies out there who don't have these deep skin folds and creases. Two inch skin creases, inner thigh shelf folds, wrist creases, the space between fingers, and many other places are common areas where moisture will hide. Hiding moisture is the number one culprit of infection for lymphies. Pro tip, when you dry the folds, use the softest towel or rag that you can find to avoid irritating the sensitive skin there. You can also separate the folds to allow air in, occasionally to keep it dry and to allow some of that built up moisture to evaporate. Apply lotion while the skin is still damp, but not dripping wet. A pH balancing lotion such as Eucerin, Lubriderm, or other related lotions are recommended over those scented or highly oily lotions. Vaseline and coconut oils are also not highly recommended. As you are applying the lotion, or if someone applies it for you, this is a good time to incorporate the next step of the routine, skin checks. But before moving on to skin checks, I just wanna throw in that whenever you are applying the lotion, you want to apply it distal to proximal, meaning you start at the foot and work your way up to the thigh and the abdomen, or if it's your arm, you start at the hands and work your way up to the armpit. Okay, daily skin checks for any cuts, scratches, Irritation or abrasions are a good way to stay one step ahead. If you notice a small scratch from bumping your coffee table or an irritated indention from a bandage early, then it gives you time to act appropriately instead of continuing the same wrap pattern without adding foam to protect that area, or you can move the coffee table two inches so you don't keep bumping into it every time you walk around. An unnoticed cut, scratch, or irritation can lead to a weeping area which can lead to infection and cellulitis. These next two steps aren't actually skincare per se, but they are two really good habits that help to fight infection and cellulitis. After washing, drying the skin, applying lotion, and doing a skin check, I recommend a pump session for those who pump at home 
or a self-MLD session. The time in the pump or doing self-MLD allows the lotion to absorb into the skin before putting on your wraps or garments. Daily washing or exchange of garments that make direct contact with the skin are necessary. I use the words direct contact because the stockinette that should be worn under wraps or any garment is the primary layer which holds the dead, dry skin cells from the day before and any bacteria that grew in the damp skin fold or weeping area. Wash garments regularly, especially if visibly soiled. Rotate your garments if possible and wear clean stockinette under all wraps. Okay, so that was a whole lot of me talking. Let's do a quick overview of the skincare routine. First, wash daily using an antibacterial soap or body wash. Then dry skin folds and creases to avoid bacterial growth in moist skin pockets. Then use a pH balancing lotion liberally to moisturize the skin and to neutralize the skin that's prone to infection. Performing daily skin checks for cuts, scratches, or deep indentations is good to do while you're applying the lotion. Pneumatic pumping, self-MLD, or even an MLD session with your therapist is best after skin has been cleaned and moisturized. Like I said, the final two steps aren't exactly skincare, but it does directly protect your skin. The stockinette that's worn beneath garments and makes direct contact with the skin is best to be changed or washed daily. So let's talk about what to do if you've had cellulitis. If you've had cellulitis, it's common to have more frequent episodes. It may not seem like much advice, but daily skincare is the best defense against recurring cellulitis. However, even the most disciplined lymphies can still have cellulitis recurrence despite excellent skincare routines. The body is just sensitive to infection due to lymphedema and the initial cellulitis infection. The reason lymphedema increases the risk of cellulitis is the increased interstitial space. All that means is the protein-rich fluid has filled up the area just beneath the skin compared to a healthy lymphatic area where there's not swelling present. I like to tell people it's like a wreck on a busy metropolitan highway overpass. Five lanes of traffic suspended above the earth with a five-car pileup smack dab in the middle. No easy way for the police, ambulance, or fire department to get to you because of the traffic congestion and location of the wreck. This is your immune system when you have lymphedema. The natural immune response has to fight through the lymph fluid before making contact with the surface area of your skin leaving your skin at risk for infection with rapid progression. Cellulitis is a very real and serious risk for lymphies. It's important that you take every precaution to avoid scratches, cuts, and soiled skin. Just like most things related to lymphedema, there's a learning curve and you aren't likely to get it right the first time. If a routine isn't working for your schedule, make changes without compromising the process. If one soap dries you out too much, Switch it up or double up on the lotion. Things will fall into place with time. Just don't give up. You are strong enough and every day you're making progress. Mother Teresa says, Loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about cellulitis. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com 
or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.